Hey everyone, welcome back to the Grace Kid Podcast. We're so glad that you're joining us. And today I have a special guest with me and she's going to introduce herself. Hi, my name is Alex and I'm 10 years old and I'm in the fourth grade and I love soccer. What uh, position do you play in soccer? I play goalie and wing. Ooh, so you like to score goals and save goals. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. I grew up playing soccer and I played defense. And nice. I liked blocking shots. That was kind of weird. People like scoring goals. I like stopping people from scoring goals. <laughs> but uh, as usual, we are going to start off with the question of the day. So Alex, what is our question of the day? If you could remove one thing from the world, what would it be? All right. So whoever you're with, ask them the question and we'll be right back with our answers. I never want to fill my book with anything else but you. And God, I'll take this moment to give you everything. Cause Jesus, nothing compares to living life with you. We are back, and so we hope you guys came up with some good things because there are things that we agreed we do not want in the world. And so, Alex, if you could remove anything from the world, what would it be? Probably hate and disbelief of God. Yeah. And why, why, why would you say hate? So, like, everybody would be nice, and maybe there would be more world peace. Mm, yeah. Yeah, if you could remove hate, people would probably just love each other more, right? People yeah. would have more grace and be more like open to helping each other. And um, I thought of a, like pain, like physical pain or even like emotional pain or things like sickness. Um, but what we, we, what we realized was that the things that we don't want in the world, we know are coming in heaven. Like there's no more hate. There's no more disbelief in God because we can see him. There's no more sickness. There's no more pain. Because we are in the presence of God, which will be amazing. And yeah. so if you've been listening or uh, coming to Church at Grace, you know that we are going through a thing called the One Story Plan, where we're reading through the entire Bible in one year, one story at a time. And so we've gone through uh, a lot of like the first five books of the Bible, and now we're starting to get further into the Old Testament. And so what we're going to pick up today is in a book uh, called... First Samuel. So, Alex, who do you think we talk about in First Samuel? Samuel. Yeah, that's pretty good. Good job. Good job. <laughs> so, yeah, we're going to be talking about first. Uh, we're going to be talking about First Samuel. We're going to be talking about Samuel in First Samuel. Um, but just so I catch us up to figure out how do we get to the book of First Samuel. So, if we think about the Israelites, who we're also going to be talking about today, they going all the way back. They were slaves in Egypt. Moses led them out into the wilderness. They wandered the wilderness for 40 years, and then there was another guy took over, and his name was Joshua. And Joshua led them into the promised land, and they started to like gain land and start to become like their own nation with land. And so they started to do that, <clears throat> and then we get to the book of Judges. And in the book of Judges, what, what do you think judges do, Alex? Uh, make laws and make sure everybody's doing like the right thing, maybe. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And they try to they try to keep order and, and like create justice within things. And so these judges, they would like 
come, they would be in charge of like a tribe and deliver them from whatever was going on. And so Samuel is actually the last judge because something happens with the Israelites. So the Israelites are a nation and there's all these other nations around them. And they have one thing that the Israelites don't have. And so Alex, what is it? A king. Yeah, it's a king. And so we were talking about it when we think all the way back to the Israelites, their king was God. Like uh, even all the way back to when they were wandering in the wilderness, they were following a pillar. And what was the pillar of? Fire and like cloud. Yeah, absolutely. And they were following this everywhere. And that was God. They were following God everywhere. But then they start to become like this nation and they start to look around at what all the other nations have. And they're like, hey, they have a king. I want a king. And now, Alex, have you ever maybe just in like our everyday life seen someone have something and you're like, oh, I want that. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Me too. And it's the same thing. Like the Israelites look at these other nations and they're like, I see that. I want that. That's so cool. Or like, man, everyone has that. I, I, I need to have that. The Israelites are going through kind of like this FOMO thing, like the fear of missing out. So the elders of the nation, the Israelites, they go to Samuel, the judge, and they go to him and they're like, hey, everyone has a king. I want, we want a king. And so uh, Samuel ends up going to God and he's like, hey, they are saying that they want a king. What do I do? And God, God tells him, he's like, hey, uh, God told Samuel, he says, do everything they say to you, for they are rejecting me, not you. So they're rejecting God, not Samuel. They don't want me to be their king any longer. Ever since I brought them from Egypt, they have been continually abandoned, uh, continually abandoned me and followed other gods. And now they're giving you the same treatment. So do as they ask, but warn them about the way a king will reign over them. And so, Alex, do you think this king, if God tells Samuel to warn them, do you think this king is going to be good or bad? Bad. Bad. Absolutely. And it's not actually wrong that they want a king. God told them all the way back in like Genesis and Deuteronomy that they're going to have a king, but they want it because other people want it. And that's not really, that's not good. It's not right. And so Samuel tells the elders, he, he goes from talking with God to going back to them. And he's like, hey guys, I don't think, like, here, here's what's going to happen if you have a king. Your sons and daughters will essentially just become workers for them. Like, you guys are going to have to give up, like, your property. Like, all, a lot of the sons will get assigned and drafted into the military, and they're going to have to do all these things and uh, plow fields and harvest crops and make weapons and all these things. And the daughters, they're going to have to become cooks and bake and make perfumes. They'll take all the best of everything He's going to make you give a tenth of your grain and your harvest and give it just to his officers and all these things. Does that sound like a good king? No. No. Is that a king that you would want to have? Definitely not. Definitely not. What what kind of things would you want a king? If you got to have a king, what kind of things would you want your king to be like? Um, Be like nice to everybody. And when he fought in battles, when? Yeah. Yeah, you would want someone who's like victorious, right? Like he's going to make good decisions. 
He's going to be nice and keep like the people in mind. And he's going to be a good leader. This king that they are like, they're being warned about is not that it's not that at all. Um, but it tells us in, in first Samuel eight nineteen, it says, but the people refused to listen to Samuel's warning. These people don't sound all that smart, right? Yeah. That's not all that smart. And so he says, even though we still want a king, they said, we want to be like the other nations around us. Our king will judge us and lead us into battle. So Samuel goes to God again and tells him, and God tells Samuel, do as they say and give them a king. And so it makes us think, what does this story like? What can we learn from this story? How do we apply it to our lives? Um, like if you feel like someone's warning you, like of something you want, you probably shouldn't do it. Yeah. Yeah. If someone's like, hey, if you really want that thing, it's not going to be good. Like uh, what just came to mind was like a hot sauce. Do you like spicy food? Not really. Okay. If someone was like, hey, this is really, really spicy. Like, would you eat it? Um, no. <laughs> no. If someone's like, if you're like, oh, how spicy is it? And someone's like, Alex, it is so spicy. You do not want that. Would you still get it? No. No, no way. The, a warning. Yeah, that's exactly right. Like a warning. You should listen to a warning. And, uh, and they, then they refused to listen to Samuel's warning, which came from God. And so that's a great one. But what it makes me think about is that, um, sometimes we see like people around us, like have something and we kind of get like, Oh, I really want that. Like just because someone else has something, I really want it. And what it reminds me of is that God gives us everything we need. Like all of our needs are met in God. And that when we walk with Jesus, like we, uh, we get blessed by him, like just by living for him. And so when we see that other people have like all these different things is to not even not be jealous, not be like, oh, they have something. I want it. But to be like, actually, even if I want something, I'm going to go to God first and ask God and, and see what he says. Like when we pray, God answers our prayers. And so to go to him. So. The last thing we need to do is, is give our listeners a challenge. And so with this story and uh, like reflecting on what it means to us, what is our challenge for our listeners? Pray for someone who's getting distracted by the things around them. Yeah, absolutely. And another one is think about what things that you really want and, and ask maybe your parents, hey, is this a good thing or should I, should I stop asking for this? Like, because our parents are wise and they can help us a lot. And uh, also, we could go to God about it. We can say, hey, God, I see all these people have this. Could you maybe take the desire of me to have it away if you don't want me to have it? And just pray to him. Because we can talk to God anytime about anything, right? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And so that ends the, that's the end of our podcast. So thanks for listening. And we will see you later. Bye. Bye. With anything else but you. And God, I'll take this moment to give you everything. Nothing compares to living life with you
If you would like more resources regarding the One Story plan, go to visitgracechurch.com backslash one story. And if you'd like more resources for your kids, you can go to visitgracechurch.com backslash kids. We also have a YouTube channel, and you can find it by searching Visit Grace Kids on YouTube. If you like this podcast, we would love for you to like, subscribe, share, and leave us a comment. We'll see you soon.